back to a brand new episode of the Every Day is a New Day show. So excited to be here with you. I know it's been a while since we've done a live episode. And so today was extra special because we're going to be bringing up um, two people, one person who we've seen on the show in the past more than once. Uh, and her partner in the project that they're working on. And we're going to be talking about 10 million for world peace, 10 million people for world peace. And so that is just hearing that what comes up for you, what comes up for you? I mean, for me, that is that we got to talk about that. We got to talk about that and spend some time absolutely focusing our energy into such a wonderful project. Before we move on, though, what are we going to do? We're going to take a moment to shake off yesterday. Shake it off. Shake it off. Move your shoulders. Move your hands. <sighs> Walk in place. Stomp in place. Whatever it is you want to do. But allow yourself to shake off the energy of yesterday. And this both a literal and also metaphorical thing that you want to do. You want to be able to release the past so that you can come fully into the present moment. Allow yourself to be fully present. That's where you have your greatest power to be able to create astronomical transformational changes, both in your personal life, as well as in the world, like what we're going to be talking about today. Take a deep breath in, release anything that's been weighing on you. And I thank you for being here today. I'm going to share a quote that I think is very fitting for today's topic. And it's a little lengthy here, so it's a two-parter. But the quote is, a most useful approach to meditation practice is to consider it the most important activity of each day. Schedule it as you would an extremely important appointment. And unfailingly, keep your appointment with the infinite. And that is by Roy Eugene Davis. And I hadn't heard that quote before, but I love that because that's really highlighting the relevance of meditation and the impact it can have on our daily life. So let me share with you a little bit about who today's guests are. Uh, they both have such a lengthy bio and background and things that they've done. And it's really wonderful how it feeds into what they're doing today. So Today, we are speaking with spiritual teachers Marbeth Dunn and Terry Angel, who are co-founders of the nonprofit 10 Million for World Peace. Their mission is to gather 10 million individuals in a unified field of consciousness to meditate for world peace with, it, with a special focus on world leaders so they can lead our planet with greater awareness and integrity into peace and harmony. Marbeth is also a renowned meditation expert. <clears throat> I have to clear my throat all of a sudden. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to take time for that. Marbeth is also a renowned meditation expert, intuitive energy management specialist, and miracles mentor. And Terry is also a certified happiness life coach, death doula, and business coach. And they both have so much more that they also do. And so today they're going to be here with us talking about 10 million for world peace. So with that, I'm going to bring them both up. Hello, both of you. Hello. Hi. Hi, Kim. Hi. It's good to see both of you. And um, and let's go ahead and begin, Terry. So where are you located right now? I know you're out traveling in, in the field. I am traveling right now. I'm in Ormond Beach, Florida. Wow. Okay. I love that. And, and Marbeth, where are you located? I'm in Coral Springs, Florida. 
Okay, okay, and I'm in Southern California, so I love that we span the the range of the U.S. here. Let's let's get into 10 million for world peace. What inspired this project? Well, you know, Kim, you were part of my last peace experiment in 2018, the World Miracle Peace Experiment. Terry was part of it too. And you guys both led meditations. We had conversations about peace and you were just such an integral part of it. And um, we had, you know, some amazing results. Basically what we did is we met seven minutes a day. I, I woke up one morning and it was about two weeks after the, the uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas uh, massacre. And I lived five blocks from the school and I'm very empathic. So when it happened, I know I, of course, was extending love and peace to everybody involved. And about two months later, I woke up and was like, you're going to do this peace experiment in two weeks. <laughs> but give me a little time here to get this organized. But what was really beautiful is I had an online business manager at the time, and she organized everything because I, I, I had no idea how to pull that together in two weeks. And so um, I went live. I thought I was going on a conference line, but it crashed. And uh, I went live, my very first one, over Facebook. I grabbed my phone. I went out on the patio and lit my first seven-minute meditation. And, and that started every day for a month and uh, just seven minutes a day and, and focusing everybody who joined uh, the, the World Peace Experiment into a, a field, a unified field of consciousness. And we focused on our planet with peace. We elevated our awareness and uh, we met in the field and we focused love and peace on our planet. And, and uh, especially on the Middle East, we had a special focus on the Middle East because I knew that we could get independent statistics that would let us know if we were just, you know, barking at the moon or if, you know, we actually could have some tangible results, which we did. We had significant results. After a month of doing it myself, I brought in people like you and like Terry to lead the meditations. And <clears throat> we could also have conversations with these. So it turns into a big to do for six months. <laughs> And um, I wanted to keep it going, but again, the guidance was stop. Okay. So it did. And the level of violence in the Middle East dropped about 20%, which is significant. Yeah. You know, considering that there weren't all that many of us. So I wanted to redo it. I really did. But I, you know, timing is so important and it wasn't the right time. But then Terry has a podcast called The Peapod. And I was on her podcast with um, a lovely lady who was a former diplomat <clears throat> from Australia. And um, Terry said, tell her about your peace experiment. And I did. And she said, well, that's great, but you need to do it for world leaders. Terry and I looked at each other and here we are. We have a nonprofit, 10 million for world peace. And here we are sitting here with Kim O'Neill. <laughs> I, I, I love it. And I, I love that you also added in that little phrase, you know, like, are we just barking at the moon? 
because I think that's what a lot of people are going to immediately assume, right? Like, oh, what, how can, how can just these few people in one part of the world have such a big impact on world peace, right? Sounds so astronomical. And so thank you for speaking to that um, because we're you guys and, and the project and everyone who gets involved is, is basically, um, and the results of your previous experiment is the evidence of absolutely it, it only takes one person. And when you add more, what a beautiful compound effect it can have. So we just, I just, we're just going to dispel that myth, you know, no, it's not just howling at the moon. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, Terry, tell, tell us more about, you know, your inspiration to be part of this. Well, I've been on a peace tour for three years now, traveling across the United States. I've gone over 50,000 miles in three years. And I do land blessings, bringing in the energy of peace into different areas of the country. I do water blessings. And at the beginning of the year, I was told to do the Pea Podcast, not knowing that it was going to end up um, being the impetus for this to happen. So I've been all about peace pretty much my whole life. And anything I can do to promote peace, I'm there. So when Marbeth and I both got chills at the same time and we looked at each other, we were like, oh, yeah, this is going to happen. (laughs) So so it's been beautiful, this whole experience. But I wanted to add, you know, a lot of people do ask, what does it matter what I do? What does it matter if I'm in a bad mood or I don't participate in helping to increase the level of positivity in the world? every one of us matters one person vibrating at that high level of positive energy counterbalances 750,000 other people that are in the lower vibration so yes each person's important and each person that we bring in to add to this um, whole project is just going to increase it that much more as they come in and thank you for sharing that that number, 750,000, because I always knew it was, you know, one person in alignment is more powerful than all those yes. who are not, basically. But um, it, to me, that's, I want to just, yeah, let's just take a moment to talk about that, because I think that this can be a turning point for some people yeah. recognizing more of their own power to be able to facilitate world peace more quickly. Yeah. Um and so I think I think it's a process that a person goes through to learn about their power to affect change on others around them or situations around them. Um, I, I don't I don't know. Does anything come up when I say that that you guys would like to share? Just about a, one person and their power to um, be able to make shifts within themselves and begin to recognize the the impacts. I, I don't know. There's probably something more specific that wants to come through about that. But I I hope people are allowing themselves, <clears throat> excuse me, I hope people are allowing themselves to, to begin to see how their the shifts that they are making within themselves are having an impact on their relationships, on the their abundance that shows up or doesn't show up. Um, on all sorts of things, you know, that maybe they're used to a pattern of things going awry, but as they've been working on maybe releasing anger or frustration or whatever in their life, they see, oh, wow, I actually have more positive, peaceful encounters with others or things like that. Because, you know, those patterns, they, they make a huge difference, especially when we start to notice those shifts. 
So. Well, people have noticed, you know, especially in the last feast experiment, there were people that, you know, basically um, created videos saying, hey, this since I've been doing this, my relationships have been so much better. I've noticed a change. Just seven minutes in a day, you know, just that commitment. And you think, mm -hmm. well, it really isn't that much, but you're you're uniting with other minds into the unified field of consciousness. That's no small thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, we are basically all one being. And so now all of a sudden, part of us, that one being is being coherent with other parts of it. And we're so powerful. Oh, I love, yeah. I love the way you describe that, that, that visual <clears throat> of us being coherent. Yes. And we, we get back what we give. So if you're involved and you're giving out peace in the world, you're going to have that back in your own life. And I have heard from many people that have been involved in what I've been doing over the last three years. And some of them say, you saved my life because wow. they didn't feel like there was, you know, really anything worth going on. Let's look at what we came through. When I started the tour, it was in the middle of the pandemic. And I was out there spreading peace and joy in the world. And uh, those that got involved with it had felt that sense of we can do something. We can actually make a difference in the world. And that, I think, is the, the catalyst for change. When we can make a difference and know that everything we are doing with this regard is making an impact in the world. And it does. As you were saying that, that was just bringing to mind the how powerful it is for a person to remember that they have a choice. You know, we have a choice to be caught up and focus on the negative chaos that might be going on in some part of the world, or we can take our power back, so to speak, and go, wait a second, I don't want to give my energy to more of that. I want to give my energy and my thoughts to more of world peace, to more of calm energy, more of harmony, more cohesion. Um, and that that's, yeah, that's what I see coming through. I, I want to ask why <laughs> this, this is kind of an obvious question. And at the same time, I want to just see what shows up. So why meditation for world peace? Cause there could be probably some other ways to go about it, but why meditation? It's a great question. Um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you, we're, 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 our experiment is based on the shoulders of other giants that went before us. Uh, Dr. John Hagelin led a group of people who did transcendental meditation into Washington, D.C. in the 80s. Now, two of the people who've been involved in our, <coughs> excuse me, in our peace experiment, uh, Deborah Poneman <coughs> and Rob Schoenfeld, were in that uh, meditation event in Washington, D.C., <clears throat> where the level of violence dropped 20%. Now, they spent, they went there physically, and they spent 10 hours a day meditating. Wow. And Dr. John Hagelin was a quantum physicist, world-renowned. He also ran for president at one point. Wow. And, yeah, an interesting guy. And he heads the Transcendental um, meditation organization. So he he's a scientist. So he wanted to look at all of the different factors that could affect violence. And he excluded as many as he could 
It was the, the meditation that brought the violence down. The stock market went up. The violence went down and, and accidents. There, weren't, there were hardly as many accidents as there had been before that. And then um, he, uh, Dr. Uh, Rob Schoenfeld, who we interviewed for our uh, Imagine Peace podcast, was one of 500 meditators who went to Israel and the, the um, Egyptian-Israeli accord had fallen apart and uh, they meditated there for 10 hours a day for six months and the, the peace accord came together, it passed. So along with, you know, the violence dropped and all these other things that happened. So yeah, meditation is very powerful because when our minds are joined, amazing things, miracles can happen. Well, and thank you for sharing all those other examples, because what that's really saying is there's already evidence there's, you know, which we are, we already touched on, but there's, there's even more evidence of the impact that meditation can have. And, and I like that you were kind of taking it back to, um, I forget the, the name you just gave, but you were kind of taking it back to people, you know, from long ago. And so I want to ask you, what do Nostradamus predictions have to do with world peace? Tell us oh, more about I'm that. So glad you asked that. Yeah. And, um, in the 1980s, there was a, a woman who did past life regressions. Her name was Dolores Cannon, and she's evidently very well known. I had not heard of her. But um, one of our volunteers sent me a video of Dolores, and she was explaining how she, well, she when she would take people back and in, in regress them into their past lives, she had a recording going, and she took copious notes. One of her students, one of her client, no, it's not a student, a client, Okay. had been a student of Nostradamus in the 1500s. Oh, wow. So when she took this woman back and she referred to the master and she described his studio and, you know, in, in a lot of detail. And, you know, and so that was interesting. And Dolores met with her a few times. And then the student said, the master is here and he wants to talk to you. And so Nostradamus came through a client in the, he was in the 1500s, right. but he was communicating with her in the 1980s. <clears throat> and so he basically said, <clears throat> excuse me. It's uh, okay. And this, this could be an example of how energy is contagious because I had to clear my throat earlier too. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, I think we're both empathic. I'm sorry. <laughs> So um, basically, he, he told her that he wanted to uh, revisit all of his predictions, that the, most of them had been misinterpreted, and he wanted to set the record straight. Wow. And so through different clients where they were able to figure out a way of meeting in somewhere in a timeless place, um, he was able to correct all of these different predictions. And then he said... If you make it through the 1990s, you're going to be fine. And in the 2000s, you'll discover that minds can be joined to usher in a thousand years of peace. Wow. So there's that possibility so that, you know, the predictions don't need to happen. We have a choice. We can choose peace. We can join our minds together. 
So that is fascinating. I love that you shared that. Uh, and I love Dolores Cannon, the work she's done on, um, mm -hmm. uh, oh, I'm blanking on the uh, star seeds and, and all that kind of stuff. I love that stuff. So, oh my gosh. Well, okay. So tell us a little bit more about what the 21 day world peace meditation challenges that you guys are currently doing. Well, we're on day 14 that happened today. And so we're like two weeks in, we have another week to go every day at 1 11 PM Eastern time. People can join in. We go live on Facebook and on YouTube so they can meditate with us at that moment, or they can pull it up and watch it later. The energy is still going to be there. It's a seven minute meditation. Sometimes it goes a little over, but not very much. So it's just a small portion of your day to listen to a guided meditation talking about peace, how we can direct that energy to our world leaders, our national leaders, local leaders, anybody that's making decisions that we abide by. And we have heard from so many that they feel such peace and calm when we do this. And I know that they're sending from their heart that peace and calmness into the world. And a lot of times we'll have them envision these leaders or look at them on a map or a globe and just really focus the energy for that whole seven minutes. And we're, we're so sure that this is already making an impact. I, I feel it. I know Marbeth has said she feels it. People that uh, come in every day and share it are saying that they feel it. So it is making a difference. I know, I, I'm getting emails back from people also, you know, about how it's impacting them. Oh, that's so wonderful. I And I love that you guys are allowing it to be something simple. You know, it's just seven minutes. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, right. there's a consistency with every day. And, um, and I, I just want to say, elaborate on that a little bit more. So I know, Marbeth, you were telling um, some stories about in the past, you know, people have done like 10 hours worth of meditating and here this is, this is seven minutes. Um, what do you say to the person who's like, well, you know, this, this is only seven minutes. It's not 10 hours. You know, is it really going to make that much of a difference? What, what would you say to that person? Well, when I first did the world miracle peace experiment, that's what I was given. You know, that we would okay. just do seven minute meditations and they were just so powerful because when we are there, pure of heart in this unified field, you know, just we're, we're so much more than our physical bodies, you know. So our yeah. our spiritual being is is so powerful when it unites with others. You know, when two or more are gathered, miracles happen. Yeah. And so when we go into that field together with that intention. Uh, Dr. Lynn McTaggart works with intention and her uh, experiments with people in groups of eight, you know, um, that they would be meditate with intention to help each other heal from physical maladies and very successful, you know, doing experiments on water or on seeds and again, showing great success. So, um, I don't feel like it has to be, you know, that we have to sit together. I don't know that those meditators had a particular intention. They just were in a field of peace. And that 
peace spread peace all around them right we're, we're coming into this with an intention of world peace with an intention um but today in the meditation I, I could really feel the leaders you know just surrounding them with love and appreciation because you know these guys are, are vilified <laughs> so many levels. they're not appreciated yeah, yeah. I, go ahead terry well I also want to mention HeartMath Institute, who uh, they do a chart of the frequency that we put out on our planet. Each one of us adds to that frequency. And they've done a lot of research about what's happened after a catastrophic event and how the energy from all of us just went through the roof with the, wow. the high energy of empathy and compassion so us doing this at the same time every day and putting out that energy it raises that whole frequency of the planet and this is a scientific thing that they're doing this research they when they first came out with the heart brain coherence they talked to yogis and gurus and monks and those who stay in that period of calm energy and they wanted to know what do you do how do you maintain that peace inside and this is what they found it was meditation it was going into your heart and just letting that energy flow from your heart to your brain so that's basically what we're doing for seven minutes is staying in that high coherent state i love that thank you for sharing that is that is that uh, is the statistics that they put out about that is that something that that people can access if they go online to look? okay yeah it's heart, oh, nice. heart math. Um, I think it's dot org. Okay. I'll, I'll have to get the exact. But if you just Google heart math Institute, you'll find the information. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Oh, another question was coming up and it walked away. Um, come back, come back. I, um, oh, it's Terry. Terry, can you still hear us? Hopefully she'll be back in a minute. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Um, I'm going to remove her just for a moment. And when she comes back, I'll pop her back up. But Marbeth, I, I love this. So I love that you guys are doing this. And now, so right now you're doing a 21 day experiment, but this is, um, does the, does the intention of achieving 10 million for world peace go beyond 21 days? Of course. So tell it, tell us a little bit more about that. So how, what is, how can people join in and be part of it beyond the challenge? Well, if you come to our website, which is the 10 million for worldpeace.org, and you join us, when you join, you'll access a meditation, that a beautiful meditation by Terry. It's like a 10 or 15 meditation that's really perfect, whether you're a beginner or advanced, it doesn't matter. It's, it's just a beautiful guided meditation. And uh, we have a share page so you can share out. Uh, about uh, memes. There she is. Um, you can share memes and, and emails to your tribe. Uh, we have a donate page so you can support us financially, which we would so appreciate. And because uh, there's a lot of expenses that are involved. It, you know, you don't think that there's a lot of expenses, but there are. Yeah. And, um, you know, so beyond uh, uh, our three weeks, we may be continuing. We're, we're meeting on Friday and uh, projecting, you know, we, we, we're a nonprofit, 501c3. 
And, you know, we've put a lot into uh, uniting. We have a lot of volunteers and uh, we're going to be meeting to discuss our next steps. It may be that we'll be keeping this uh, meditation going on a daily basis. And tell everyone again, where can they go to participate in the 21 day challenge right now? Uh, well, you would join us at 10 million for world okay. okay. And then you'll receive daily prompts, um, including um, a, um, our latest episode on our Imagine Peace um, podcast. Okay. And well, I hope you'll join us on our Imagine Peace. Yeah, podcast. I'd love to. Exactly. So, and then and then there's also a Facebook group. Is that correct? We have a Facebook okay. group, a Million for World Peace. Okay. And it's it's free for people to join? So, it's free yeah. for people to join. They're also um, able to donate, you know, with our, we because we are a 501c3 um, organization, so we're nonprofit. Um, but that would be wonderful to join us and participate and Bring your voice into where we're going next. What are we doing next? I love that. I love that. And the the question that I had earlier uh, that was showing up is, you know, for for anyone out there who's new, whether you're new to meditating or meditating daily, more consistently, um, and maybe a person is out there feeling tripped up, you know, maybe they're like, yes, I love this. I love this 10 million for world peace. I want to be part of this. And then maybe they encounter other things going on in, in their personal life or, or, you know, maybe there's something that happens in the news and they just feel completely taken off course by it and might start to have their faith waver and their ability to create, you know, contribute to peace in the world. What would you say to that person to help them get back to a state of peace and, and remember that they have power? You know, we can start over at any given moment. We don't have to look back. We don't have to pull baggage with us into the now moment. So each moment is an opportunity to really grab onto how you want your life to look. If you want it to be peaceful, then you can start in that very moment. You don't have to put a lot of effort and ritual or anything into it, just an intention, just decide. Today, I'm going to be peaceful. I'm going to change my world the way I want to see it. And that basically is so powerful that that's all it takes. It's just that intention and that desire to have more peace in your life. And the means will show up just like this is showing up for those who weren't aware of it and maybe want now to see what it's all about. When you put an intention out there, it is answered. Every day is a new day. I know, exactly, I know, yes. it's, it's perfect, I wasn't, um... I mean, of course, of course, that's the answer. And so I thank you for saying that because absolutely, no matter what goes on, I, and I, I just, I wanted to ask questions like that because I think, I think it can be really easy for people who are wanting to make shifts, but then feeling tripped up by other things going on. I want to affirm like from my own personal experience and everyone else that I know and have worked with, it's an ongoing process. So if something mm -hmm. happens and it trips you up, exactly. You get to choose again and say, you know what? Okay, I'm going to start anew right now, make a new choice and re recalibrate. That's a word that I think is very relevant to a lot of this type of stuff is recalibrate back into a state of peace. Um, and it's something we continue to move through. It's not a one and done. And then, oh, that didn't work because something threw me off course, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, it happens all the time. But I love the quote that you started the show with today, just to mm -hmm. to make 
meditation, the most important activity of your day, treat it as a very important appointment. So you're yeah. keeping your your uh, appointment with the infinite. I love that. I think that's it's beautiful. Yeah, I think I think I love that he added the word infinite in there too because just that reminder of you're not just meditating and connecting with speaking to communicating with nobody. You're connecting with that higher divine energy that we are all part of and is also greater than us and co-creating with us and all of that, right? There's all different ways we could use to describe that. But I want to take a moment. I'm going to um, take a look at the chat. We do. We have had many live comments and um, we have Sharla saying that she uses heart math every day. So that's awesome, Sharla. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, and Helene is saying, love is what I do when I pray. Amen. Oh, I love that, Helene. That is awesome. Yeah. It, 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 would either of you like to speak to... Um, to love and the power of love, because I know there's going to be the people out there who are like, well, that's a floofy, floofy love, 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 but love is freaking powerful. And um, how does that, how, why is that relevant? Marbeth, you want me to take it or do you? Um, I can take it. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I was giving you an option. <laughs> Now, love is like, it's like the healing force of the universe. It's what we are. That's the essence of our being is love. You know, yes. that's, that's who we are. That's, yeah. um, you know, the essence of who we are. So um, it's interesting. Well, I just led a meditation today on being a fountain of love, you know. <laughs> and that's how energy works. Exactly. Okay. So, Marbeth, I, you just reminded me of a memory of when I very first met you and i i'm sure i've told you this but i don't expect you to remember but when i met marbeth i think we met in 2017 in person at a conference in florida i think if i'm remembering correctly and i remember the speaker on stage was charmaine hammond who's also been on a guest on this show before love, love charmaine. charmaine yeah i know i love charmaine uh, and she had asked the question, and so I pose this to you, the audience member listening today, whether you're live or on the replay, she asked a very simple yet very powerful question. And it was, you know, close your eyes and go within and ask yourself, who am I? Who am I? And I don't recall if she said this or not, but I am going to encourage everyone to go beyond whatever titles or roles that you play in your life, right? So you might be like, well, oh, I'm a, I'm a sister or I'm a, you know, I'm an employee at this one job or, or I'm a wife or a husband or whatever it may be. See if you can go deeper than that. What else comes up? And what came up for me in that moment, what I was so not expecting. And that's how I knew it was the infinite, the divine God speaking to me. And I, and I actually laughed at my response at first, but I immediately got love. I am love. And I was like, what, what, what? It just sounded, it, right. It sounds, it sounded cheesy at first. I'm like, what? And I just stayed with it. And I was like, oh, wow, that is, that's my truth. That's And, and I, I have come to realize, yeah, we're all love. We are all love at the core. Um, and I'm not trying to define anyone's answer because I'd love for you to come up with your own answer, but um, that was just a powerful moment. And then I met you and Marbeth to me, you are love. So I was like, oh, that's so interesting how that connected, you know, at the same time. Oh, that's it. Right. 
<laughs> well, let you know. Let me take a quick look. I think we've got a few more other comments. Let's just take a quick look. Uh, they've had so much in the chat. Um, appreciate you all. Um, of course, Helene is saying hello to everybody. She is so thoughtful in how she does that. And here's a comment from Helene as well. Amen to the world peace for we need it in every way. God is waiting on us to come there for peace. Hmm. Yes. Well, we are nearing the end of today's show, but it has been wonderful, of course, to connect, reconnect with you, Marbeth, and of course, to meet you, Terry, and to learn all about Thank what you. you both are creating. What final thoughts would you like to share for today's audience? Well, I end pretty much every show that I do with a statement to stay in your heart. That's where the love is. And when you stay in your heart, you stay blessed. It's when we get out of our hearts that we start thinking and trying to figure things out. So stay in your heart and stay blessed. That's beautiful, Terry. I'm going to say that let's join together to create a peaceful, happy planet. Absolutely. And they can uh, they can join you all in your project again. I just want to put it on the screen. 10 million for worldpeace.org. And for all those who are listening in our audio podcast listeners, that is 10 is spelled out. So T-E-N million for worldpeace.org. And definitely go check that out. It's free. And of course, you'll receive all those the links and all those different things that um, they'll provide to you so that you can join in on the daily meditations. And I just I want to say thank you for what you're doing to contribute to that through the focused intention. Um, you're helping add belief in one's ability to create change for the world, but also in their ability to connect with themselves as part of the project. I see it as a twofold benefit to being part of something like this and to also believe in miracles, believe in the possibility of massive change. You don't have to be the president of, of a country or you know a leader of some massive organization. You can be who you are in your personal world, right where you are, you know, whether you speak to anybody else in the world or not, maybe you keep to yourself, you being your unique person and you can still create change. You are that powerful. And so I see your project being able to really contribute to people believing in themselves and the power of choice and change and all that. Thank you. From your lips to God's ears. That's Absolutely. Right. Thank and thank you for having us here today. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay, well, that concludes today's show. I'm going to go ahead and put you both back down into the, the waiting area, the, the green room, so to speak. Um, and then if, if possible, I'll see you both there uh, after we end the show. Um, but okay. thank you so much for being here with me. I'm just going to say a few words to close out. Here we go. Ah, <sighs> What are you taking away from today's conversation? Maybe it's the reminder that meditation is, oh, that's a really good thing to do, right? Do you notice that when you meditate, how much calmer, how much more peaceful you feel afterwards? Maybe you had a meditation practice once before and fell out of it. And maybe this is a beautiful reminder to, yeah, you know what? That'd be something good I can do. And heck, I don't have to do it for 10 hours a time. I can simply do seven minutes a day. Something as simple as that is also powerful and transformational. And what I think is very, a very key point that, that they were making is 
about the intention of these meditations, the 21 day challenge they're currently doing, the intention to focus on world leaders and really be able to support them in helping to guide and, and contribute to the positivity and, and, uh, beneficial outcomes for all of us in how they lead our world, right? So I love that intention and focus on that. Let me know what you're taking away from today's conversation. Wherever you listened, wherever you're on the on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, any of the, the podcast platforms, it's always great to hear from you. And as always, remember that every day is always a new day. Wherever you are today, it does not have to be where you are tomorrow. And that is both, you know, yes, from day to day and from moment to moment. So maybe you're feeling great in the morning and in the afternoon, you're not feeling so great. As we talked about, you get to choose and shift back into your heart. I love that. I love that Terry was talking about that. Shift back into your heart for yourself. And then it can have that reverberating effect to all those around you as well, because it will. Have an amazing day, everybody. I'll see you all again soon.